You're listening to the Sports Roundtable Show, home to the NFL's New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Alabama Crimson Tide, Pensacola Ice Flyers, NBA's New Orleans Pelicans, Catholic High Football, and interviews fans have been waiting to hear. Cam Jordan joining us here. You think the senior balls changed since when he played? I hope it changed. Yeah. I mean, look, everybody gets better. These kids now are so talented. We're joined by Clay Matthews. Ultimately, it's the career and what you have in that springboard that this senior bowl provides for all of us. Paul Chestnut, I've been on his show, and he's with his son, Matthew. First of all, it's great to the Tampa Bay Lightning for players sure. for my son, yes. but to meet Cindy Crosby, yeah, was pretty cool. All the games, all the names, all you need to know. Host Paul Chestnut breaking down the sports that matters. We've been doing the show together now for 20 years. Appreciate you having me on in the early years of the magazine, and I uh, look forward to doing the show with you another 20 years. Dave, hey, Paul Chestnut here. Pensacola has adopted the Tampa Bay Lightning as their NHL team. And the Lightning have one big banner up, and it's going to be joined by another big banner for winning the Stanley Cup. He shoots and scores! The Pensacola Ice Flyers are SPHL champions! Pensacola's best sports and host Paul Chestnut. The Sports Roundtable Show with Paul Chestnut is on the air. Are you ready? Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. What a weekend it was. Uh, Was it not? Wow. What a way to start the NFL season. Jimmy Cagles, our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you is this segment of the show to get us going, being brought to you by good friends at Lloyd's Out of Glass, correct calibration services, Check out Lloyd's Auto Glass, correct calibration services, 6 Industrial Boulevard. Give them a call at 850-476-6340. They're in the Hall of Fame category, best of the Bay, voted so many times in a row. Lloyd's Auto Glass, correct calibration services. What a weekend it was. Friday night, Catholic winning fair. I hope you, you heard it on Fox Sports, the fan, 3-0 Catholic. Bama, what's wrong with Alabama? Ouch, 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 ouch. Number 10 now. After the loss to Texas, yeah, Florida, they got the win. Oh, yeah, McNeese State. Uh, Florida State's the team. They're the juggernaut. Uh, we've been saying that all summer. Florida State uh, is a team. But yesterday we have the Caesars Superdome NFL. The Saints got it done. Knocking off the Tennessee Titans 16-15. Going to hear from the Saints locker room. Dennis Allen, Derek Carr, Rashid Shaheed. What a game as well. Bucks got it done. Yeah, the Bucks. he called that an upset. They went into Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. Tampa Bay, 1-0. So you got the Saints, Buccaneers, and the Falcons are 1-0. Uh, with uh, Carolina in last place, 0-1-1. But the Saints, a big win, 16-15. They battle back. They were down 9-6. to They outscored Tennessee 10-0 in the third. They put the pressure on Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Titans, worst outing ever. He had 28.8 QB rating. He was sacked three times, intercepted three times. Derek Carr, 305 yards. He was sacked four times, but threw a touchdown pass was the uh, difference of the game to Rashid Shaheed. So a big win for the Saints. You heard it on WPNN. Afterwards, we were there. Let's listen in to what Saints head coach Dennis Allen had to say. 
you know, it's a hell of a win for us. I thought our guys showed a lot of fortitude and, and just hanging in there, hanging in there, keep battling. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good football team that we just played. Um, you know, they, they've been perennially one of the teams in the AFC that, that you know, is uh, one of the teams you talk about uh, all the way to the end. So I think they're well coached. Um, and, you know, I thought, you know, I thought it was a, a, a heck of a game, and I was proud of our guys for, you know, being able to hang in there, hang in there, and make just enough plays to, to win it. Yeah, what was the key to just free turnovers and, and you know, just constantly getting Guys made some plays, you know what I mean? Um, you know, look, I thought, the, I thought the block punt gave us a little bit of energy there early in the game, um, you know, and then um, I think our guys had opportunities to make plays on the ball and they finished and capitalized on it. And I think that's probably uh, something that we've, we, uh, you know, maybe didn't execute as much um, in the previous season, but um, our guys made some plays when they needed to and, and uh, it was good to see. I thought, I thought defensively, I thought, um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Why did uh, Marshawn come off for that play and then Yadam making the play immediately to Kind of that. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't an injury. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it was um, in terms of why he came out. I think part of it was he got he got a little he got a little gassed a little bit, um, which is kind of to be expected. He missed a lot of time, um, and we played a lot of down safety. We played a lot of man to man, and he was he was you know having to cover receivers on on every single down. So uh, I thought he played a hell of a game. Um, you know I thought. I thought our, our, our secondary uh, made some plays on the ball. I thought that I thought it was tight in coverage. Um, everything they got, they had to earn. Um, and I thought we did a good job up front being able to get a little pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, speaking of execution, how proud of you of the fourth quarter execution overall and going down the stretch? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, the best teams are able to finish in this league, you know, and, and we were able to, um, you know, get into a – competitive game in the fourth quarter and make enough plays to win the game. So, proud of the team for being able to do that. Dennis, it seemed like every time you went into the dime, you gave them a lot of trouble. What was it about that that was working for you? Uh, well, look, I mean, I, I I think it's a combination of rushing coverage. You know, I thought, I thought you know, our guys did a good job of executing the, the pass rush patterns that we had up front. Um, and, and um, you know, we, we did a good job of, of you know, being tight in coverage and not giving them easy, you know, easy completions for the most part. So um, I think that's the key to, you know, good pass defense. You, you have to have both elements involved there. And, and I thought both elements were there in the game today. Dennis, it was probably like a 50-50 decision based on analytics for the Titans there to, to take the field goal instead of going for fourth and four or whatever it was. Yeah. Did you have a hope? I mean, did you want your defense to get a chance to close it out right there? Or, I mean... I wanted to win the game. Yeah, you know. Um, so, I mean, at that point, it, the ball's not in my court, you know. Um, but I was comfortable with whatever outcome we had because I had confidence that our offense could, um, you know, run the clock out. Um, and that's you know exactly what we did. So, um, obviously, Tennessee has a great defense in front, but but when the run game is limited as much as it was today, does that really kind of handcuff everything you want to do on offense? Felt like third. Yeah, look, I, I thought I thought um, you know I thought we weren't able to run the ball very effectively at all today. I mean, obviously, you know that's good front that we played. They led the league in 
terms of run defense last year. So we knew it was going to be uh, difficult to run the ball. Uh, but I thought that also made it a little bit more difficult in terms of protecting the quarterback early on in the game. I thought we did a much better job, you know, as the game wore on of, of being able to get a little bit more protection for Derek. And, you know, we started to be able to hit a few plays down the field. So, um, you know, obviously that's something that we've got to improve on. And, and look, you, you were excited about the fact that we won the game against a really good team. Uh, and yet we know that there's a ton of stuff that we have to clean up. There's a lot of things that we have to get better at. Uh, in really a short time to do it. So, um, you know, we're going to enjoy this win, but yet we're going to start, you know, we're going to turn our focus to Carolina and get ready for, you know, a divisional opponent. Did you make any adjustments in the pass protection or was it just staying out of third and long more often? Um, yeah, look, we we, uh, we made a few, you know, adjustments, got, you know, a couple of chips over there, uh, particularly to Trevor, you know, to help him out over there. Um, and, and so, um, and, and that's, pretty common in our league you know you, you go in with a plan and you have a few things and you see how things are working and then you have to make some adjustments so I thought our offense did a nice job of making a couple of adjustments to give some uh, you know opportunities to uh, to make some plays are you concerned are you concerned by what you saw from him today coach from Trevor Penn yes uh, no I'm not concerned um, this guy's gonna be a good player um, you got a young guy that's playing against a extremely good front so uh, does he have to get better absolutely uh, am I concerned no um, I think we just keep our head down and keep going to work um, and we'll we'll uh, we'll keep getting better and we'll make our evaluations you know when we get to the seat end of the season see where we're at but um, I think this kid's gonna be just fine yeah, you guys are always talking about iron sharpening iron. Do you feel like you saw that? I guess especially defensively on this. Um. Yeah. Look. I mean, you know, our, our guys have been you know competing for you know what's it been the last call it month and a half or so. Um, and and I thought we've had you know I thought we had a great camp. I thought our guys worked extremely hard. I thought they were focused on what we had to do um, in the game. Um, I did think we were a little bit out of sorts early in the game, you know. Um, we had to kind of calm, calm down just a little bit, and once we kind of got settled in, um, you know, we did we did all right. But um, I thought, you know, after the opening kickoff um, and turning the ball over like that, like we did, and then to have the defense go out there uh, and force a field goal in that situation against a team that's been a really good red zone uh, offense, uh, I thought that was huge for our for our confidence, for our team. Dennis, how do you feel your defense contained Derrick Henry? Look, I thought overall, I thought we did a, we did a hell of a job. Um, you know, the one screen play got out on us, uh, and that would be probably the one play I'd like to have back. Um, but other than that, I thought I thought overall we did a we did a pretty good job of, of minimizing what they were able to do offensively. Saints head coach Dennis Allen, part of his post-game press conference after the Saints win regular season opener yesterday at the Caesars Superdome, winning 16-15. Of course, we were there. Saints quarterback Derek Carr, 23 out of 33, 305 yards passing. He was sacked four times, had one touchdown pass. Key of the game, difference of the game to Rashid Shaheed in the fourth quarter, uh, or in the third quarter, I should say. Had an interception uh, in the game. But uh, the uh, Saints ended up winning 16-15. Let's listen in to Derek Carr. It was uh, one of the more, more physical games I've played in my 10 years. 
Uh, very physical football game up in the trenches. Um, but proud of our guys the way we bounced back in the second half and uh, we're able to get that win. Couple, no, 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 ah, please. No. I talked too much. <laughs> yeah, but that was rude. Sorry. Um, on that last drive, do you want, I know the answer, but I'm asking anyway, do you want that shot to, to, to go to Rashid to, to try to put the game away? Yeah. I'm guessing that's you, right? Yeah, well, me and Pete talked about it on the sideline, you know, and I told Pete that that was a play that I, I liked, and uh, and he trusted she and I to make the play. Um, you know, and the offensive line gave me time to throw it, and it, when he's that fast, you know, I just was just trying not to throw it out of bounds, you know, and uh, he ran a, ran a great route, caught it, all that. It's exciting, but that goes back to Pete trusting us. You know, he asked me, you know, what I liked throughout the game, all that kind of stuff, and before that drive, that was something that I really liked. And, uh, and you know, he called it, you know, so that he has a lot of trust in us as players, and that means a lot as a player. What did you see of the touchdown coach? Um, uh, great, great route by Sheed. He ran double move, uh, came over in motion, double move. I tried to give a little pump right when he was settling his feet to try and get the corner to stop. Um, and Sheed's so fast, it's really tough on a corner to get back started um, when he gets going. And so uh, Sheed... You know, ran a great route again. That's, that's another play that you know, you know Pete had called up, dialed up, like, hey, get ready, you know. And uh, you know, I, I really, really enjoy you know working with him and his demeanor throughout the game because you, you kind of know what's coming, you know what to expect, and he calls them and he count he counts on us to make plays for him. What does it say about Rasheed to be able to bounce back from the opening kickoff and to make, be able to be available and to help make those plays to get you guys the touchdown and the win? Well, it's a very veteran thing of him to do, you know, a very, very grown-up thing. Uh, usually when young guys, you know, make a mistake early, it's hard to get them, you know, back focused. It's hard to get them back right uh, for the rest of the game. And that's just the NFL. It's just over time you see that, you know. And uh, he made a play and no one blinked, you know, no one flinched. Uh, uh, but I was really proud of him. Uh, you know, when something like that happens, his, his mindset and his demeanor was great. So when something like that happens, like, man, I hope he gets to make some plays, you know, after to get get that confidence back. Yeah, but it, from what it looked like to me, he didn't lose any because uh, he came out and caught a lot of passes uh, for us in some big situations. And what does it look like this deep in the offense? First game, of course, you all are together and did a lot of game meaningful action and you just enough to pull out the win. What is this kind of reversal and save for the team on the offensive side? Well, another exciting part was, you know, everyone talked about the weapons and throwing the ball down the field and all that kind of stuff, that things we've been doing in camp. But this, we showed that we could win the ultimate physical type of game, right? Uh, here again. Yeah, yeah we, showed, we showed we could win a physical football game, um, and we're going to have to be able to win in any kind of different way. And so uh, I'm, I'm just glad that we hopefully got that one out of the way. No, I'm just kidding. How proud are you to execute the drive to run out the clock to seal the deal? Well, uh, very, it, it, it felt good, you know. It, it felt really good. Obviously, you could tell I wear my emotions on my sleeve sometimes. So I was real excited, real fired up. And, uh, you know, the, the, the one that got me the most excited was the run that creased at the end, you know, because that, that, that's the one that did it. You know, O-line, uh, you know, called it right. They, they blocked it right. Jamal made the right cut, got down. Did exactly what Coach Ash said, get the first, get down. He did that. That 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 right there is what makes me proud, you know, because it's game on the line. We get this, we win, and uh, we didn't have to put the defense back out there. That makes me happy. Talk about your about connection with Chris Olave as well as Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think uh, 
Today was awesome because the ball so spread around so much, you know. And you know, Chris obviously went over 100, and that's fantasy people's favorite thing ever. And uh, he did that for them. But uh, you know, he, when we can spread it out, no matter who gets the hundred, no matter who gets the touchdown, um, you know, as long as we keep that that mindset of big team, little me, um, you're, hopefully we'll see a lot of good days for Chris and she and Mike and Juwan and everybody. And so. Um, the fact that we were able to spread it around, everybody made their plays when they were called upon. Um, that's good to see from, as a quarterback because now I can trust them all. You know, now if they're doubling him or they're playing Robert, I can go to this guy. I can trust him to win. I can. You know, it, it helps me with my decision making for sure. Like what you saw on that big throw that you did on that last drive, um, and, and yeah, I mean you don't see a lot of teams necessarily run the clock out like that. So. Yeah, that's that's all. Pete Carmichael just trusting us as players. You know, it's a play that. You know, we, we talked all game, and after before that drive, it was a play that, that that him and I had talked about. I was like, Pete, I love this, and and what was awesome about that because it was our first game really playing together. You know, with all the situations, all the scenarios, game on the line, and Pete trusted us. You know, to make a play, and you know, as a player, that that means so much to us. You know, that he would trust us in that situation to go get that for him um, and for the team, and. Uh, you know, hopefully we can continue to do that because uh, he showed us that he trusts us, so we got to keep proving to him every week that we can earn that. So that's the design then to go to Shahid on that play? Yeah, if they gave it to it. Like, if we had the one-on-one good release, all that. If not, I'd have something else. But, um, yeah, for sure. We were, we were trying to get it to Shahid. Derek, Derek what about the deep? You guys had been sitting on that double move, the one that turned into the touchdown. What was sort of origin of that? Like, were you guys talking about that last night as something? Like, in, in the last few days, like, when did you identify that and know that that was something you wanted to go to? Well, we saw something in practice a couple weeks ago. We are like, hey, it'd be kind of cool if we did this, you know. And uh, and sure enough, we as you watch the tape, you're like, man, it looks kind of good in this situation to call it. And... Uh, we, we ran it at practice. We actually didn't connect on it in practice, funny enough. Um, uh, but today we connected, and those are the ones that matter. Derek, what about the defense? Just talk about the way that they played, and what does that do for you as a quarterback when you see them play like that? You know, if you know, they don't play that well and we lose the game, you know, everybody's you know, mad at me, and uh, rightfully so, you know. Um, and that's how it should be as a quarterback. And uh, this is the ultimate team game. You know, this is the ultimate team game. It takes all 11 on the field at once, all three phases. And, you know, all three phases had some plays that they'd like back, but all three phases played their butt off and played physical and grinded and did anything they could to win. So, you know, anytime we can get a win, yes, I'm so proud of our defense. Yes, I'm so thankful, uh, you know, with the takeaways that they got and, you know, kind of washed ours away, you know, and helped us in that. Um, you know, but like they would say, they expect us to finish the game, just like we expect them to get us the ball back. And as long as we keep that expectation for each other, knowing that, hey, if it doesn't happen, we got your back, we'll take care of it. Uh, keep that kind of mindset. I think we're going to have a good season. Saints defense, three interceptions in the game. That Saints quarterback, Derek Carr, back with more on the FAM 101.1 FM. Cola Blue Wahoos have won the Southern League Championship. Playoff ticket packages are on sale now as the Pensacola Blue Wahoos look to defend their Southern League title. 
As many as four playoff games will be held at Blue Wahoo Stadium from September 21st to September 27th, including every game in which Pensacola could clinch a series win. Any unplayed games will be credited towards a regular season home game in 2024. Don't miss out as the Wahoos chase another championship. To purchase tickets, visit bluewahoos.com. Hi, this is Jacob Littner from Lloyd's Autoglass with some serious food for thought. Just like you, I never give a second thought to the fact that I spend my travel time surrounded by glass, a transparent, durable, yet sometimes fragile product that for the most part we take for granted, until it breaks. It keeps us all warm, cool, dry, and most importantly, safe. More comfort and safety features are being incorporated into Autoglass with each new model introduction. Don't trust anyone but the most highly skilled experts to repair, replace, and recalibrate your vehicle glass. We are the experts. Check our reviews, certifications, and awards. No one is even close. Don't be pushed to use the national networks. Insurance companies are just trying to cut costs. By law, you have the right to choose, so avoid the runaround and just call us directly, and we will handle everything for you and deliver the quality you deserve. Call Lloyd's Glass and experience real, live, local people that care. 800-72-GLASS or lloydsglass.com. Back at you, Monday edition Sports Roundtable Show. Jimmy Cagle, our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you. This segment of the show brought to you by good friends at Carpet Creations. You're looking for that new carpeting going into the fall? Call the pros at Carpet Creations, 850-432-7000. That's 850-432-7000. We were there yesterday, Caesar Superdome. Let's hear post-game press conferences. Rashid Shaheed, what a different maker he was. Five receptions, had the touchdown pass for 89 yards. Let's listen in to uh, what uh, Cam Jordan had to say about the win. Early on. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was our plan. We knew they were going to try to run through uh, Derrick Henry. There's a reason why he dubbed himself King Henry. He's a hell of a runner. Uh, you know, I think this is our. F- I was informed last week because I didn't do interviews. This because last week was extension to week one. Either way, I was told that was our first time playing him. Hey, he's he's a uh, he's a hard runner. He's a strong runner. There's a reason why everything that he does, it, you know, the team runs through him. Whatever it takes to win. What does that mean for the defense? Whatever it takes to win. Um, I think we did a lot of good things. Um, we gave them life in one, on one of their runs, so, you know, extended them out to the red zone. And I think we could have kept points off the board. Uh, we got to hone in on some things. They had a screen that went for like 60. I think that was the longest throw of the day. And that's something that, again, we have to hone on. We can't allow any explosives. In terms of on the run, I think they still had five-point-something a clip. When I looked up, it was 5.8 at halftime, and we hate that. That's something we can hone in on. I mean, we know they want to be run-heavy. I think the kid, Ty J. Spears, I uh, watched a little bit of Tulane. I really liked his game, and he, he does a lot in the backfield. Um, but when it comes down to it, I think our defensive line played great. Uh, you talk about uh, my guy, Carl Grandison. If you're going to try and chip me, just look out for the other side. Um, I think our young buck clearly shows he's got, he got some specialness when it, when it comes down to the third third downs. Um, and, of course, Double D's, you know, he's right there. Every, everywhere you think you, you, you think you got a free spot, Double D shows up. Saints defensive captain Cam Jordan. We're going to be back with more from the Saints locker room. we got Crimson Tide today. Terrence A. Gross, local personal injury attorney. He'll talk about his Florida State Seminoles. A lot more to come. Monday edition on, on the FAM 101.1 FM. 
If your car needs any type of service, call us at DeBrew Automotive. Hi, I'm Rodney Scott. Our technicians are ASC certified, and DeBro Automotive has been accredited by the Better Business Bureau since 1989. We are one mile north of West Florida Hospital on Davis Highway. Our customers say we are honest and dependable. We're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5.30. Call DeBro Automotive on Davis Highway at 477-3317. That's 477-3317. Sandy's Sansing Used Car Buying Center is open and ready to pay you top dollar for your car, truck, or SUV. No hassle, no haggle. We're ready today to buy your car. That's cash in your hands. The Used Car Buying Center is conveniently located at Sandy Sansing Chevrolet Complex in Car City. Or visit sandysansingchevy.com slash sell it. That's sandysansingchevy.com slash sell dash it. If you are ready to sell your car, truck, or SUV, we're ready to pay you today. The used car buying center is now open and ready to pay you to... I have a solution at least for auto glass problems. You can avoid the 800 number hassle and just call Lloyd's directly. A real live local human will answer your call and efficiently manage your windshield claim and, if needed, camera calibration process for you. I promise you, you will receive the highest quality workmanship and convenient same-day service you deserve. 800-number call centers are only easier for the insurance company trying to cut claim costs. Protect your investment. Call Lloyd's. We'll keep it simple for you and do everything right the first time. 850-476-6340 or lloydsglass.com. Barnes Feed Store is your one-shop place for everything. For the gardeners, Barnes Feed Store is your plant seeds and fertilizer. Hunter shop now to catch in on the savings and stop by for the Pennington Rackmaster Plot Seed Mix. Barnes Feed Store has a variety of seeds with the best nutrients and protein, including flavor rice bran and deer candy. Barnes Feed Store, locally and family owned for over 65 years, has all of your needs for pets with pet houses, food supplies, and much more. Don't forget about the big green egg grill. Barnes Feed Store, located at 8650 North Palafox Street, Do you love seafood? How about fresh fried mullet, shrimp and oysters, or blackened mahi-mahi? Hi, I'm Kenneth from the Fishing Hole Restaurant. And you know our slogan, where you can always get a bite. I have been advertising with WPNN for a decade, and daily I still have people coming to the restaurant telling me that they heard our ad on the radio. If you want some great seafood, come see me at the Fishing Hole. And for the best advertising in Pensacola, call Scott at WPNN 850-433-1141. That's 850-433-1141. We're a garage door company you can trust. Ace Overhead Door and Specialty Products is locally owned and our certified technicians have been installing doors, operators, and solving all your garage door needs for 28 years. Home estimates are free and we guarantee to save you money with no high pressure tactics. Products include Wayne Dalton Overhead Door and Genie Commercial and Residential Operators. Our work is the best. Visit our website, aceoverheadgaragedoors.com or call us at 850-438-4264. That's 850-438-4264. Moving along, Monday edition Sports Roundtable show. Jimmy Kagor, our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you tonight. We got the Dennis Allen show for you, 6.30 on WPNN. Tomorrow on the show, A.P. Stedham. We'll talk to him. He was at the Auburn-California game. Also, Florida State LSU. He'll be at the Bama-South Florida game. We'll talk college football with them. Also, we're going to play the press conference that Saints linebacker 
Demario Davis had yesterday. Uh, he didn't talk football. He talked about uh, his daughter having a seizure and uh, recuperating from that uh, over the weekend. And a uh, really powerful press conference uh, it was. It was about, what, five or six minutes long. But, uh, boy, a powerful uh, press conference from Demario Davis. We want to play it in its entirety for you. and We'll have time to do that Tomorrow he talks about uh, faith and God. So, yeah, great stuff from Demario Davis. But right now, let's listen to Rashid Shaheed. He had the uh, winning touchdown catch in the game, some big plays at the end of the game as well. Let's listen in. Yeah, so it's funny. Um, Derek, before the possession started, he came right up to me, and he was like, just run as fast as you can, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it. So I knew um, going out there that he was going to give me opportunity. And, um, you know, I was able to create some separation. He threw a, a great ball, and I was able to get two feet in and, you know, maintain that drive uh, to, to, you know, maintain the uh, win. <laughs> yeah, and there was a big catch there for Rashid Shaheed. What a game for Rashid Shaheed. Marshawn Lattimore had an interception in the game. Boy, he, he, he just was uh, all over. I mean, they had that veteran wide receiver with, uh, you know, Hopkins. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and he basically shut him down. Here's Marshawn Lattimore. And that's what I'm looking for. Exactly what I'm looking for, opportunities. You know, a lot of times, you know, I'd be going the whole game with no opportunity. I like facing, the, you know, the best receiver because, you know, it's coming my way. You know, it's on me to make the play. You know what I'm saying? Like you Marshawn Lattimore with the big play and an interception. Boy, he set the tone there for the, the defensive side of the game. Saints win it. Dennis Allen show tonight, 6.30. Time now for Crimson Tide today. Bama coming off a, a loss at home against Texas. Roger Hoover is here, brought to you by good friends at Barnes Heating and Air. Barnes Heating and Air is a proud sponsor of Alabama football, serving the entire Pensacola community for over 50 years. Barnes Heating and Air is passionate about providing customers with world-class air conditioning and heating repairs, sales, and installation. Barnes Heating and Air is family-owned, insured, and committed to quality. For a free estimate, call 478-0141. Barnes Heating and Air is number one in customer service with service calls Seven days a week. Call Barnes Heating and Air 478-0141 and roll tide. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama fell to Texas 34-24 on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Head coach Nick Saban met with the media after the game. You know, this was a test you know, for us, uh, I told the players uh, early in the week last week that this was going to be a test, that we were going to play a really good team, and we would actually find out where we were as a team. And um, this was a test for everybody. It was a test for the coaches. It was a test for me. It was a test for all the players. And we obviously didn't do very well. But it's the midterm. It's not the final. So, um if we can learn from some of the mistakes that we made, um, coaches and players alike, we can all get better and have a lot better opportunity, I think, to be successful in the future. So, But everybody's got basically two choices. You know, you can throw in the towel and quit and be mediocre, or you can fight and grind. 
Join us tonight for Crimson Tide Rewind, presented by the Alabama Department of Public Health, coming to you live at 6 p.m. Central from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia Hills. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Great job by Roger Hoover, as always. Crimson Tide Today brought to you by good friends at Barnes Hitting and Air. Time now for Terrence A. Gross, local personal injury attorney, joins us. He was at the Florida State game. It's, uh, to me right now, they're a big juggernaut in college football. And Terrence, welcome. How are you doing on this Monday? Apparently not. He's not with us there. Okay, let's take a break. Let's do that. We're going to be back with more of the Monday edition Sports Roundtable show. Jimmy Cagle, our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you on The Fan 101.1 FM. And the Pensacola Blue Wahoos have won the Southern League Championship. Playoff ticket packages are on sale now as the Pensacola Blue Wahoos look to defend their Southern League title. As many as four playoff games will be held at Blue Wahoo Stadium from September 21st to September 27th, including every game in which Pensacola could clinch a series win. Any unplayed games will be credited towards a regular season home game in 2024. Don't miss out as the Wahoos chase another championship. To purchase tickets, visit BlueWahoos.com. Making your office or home look professional can be a tough decision, especially when it involves your rugs and floor coverage. Call the professionals at Carpet Creations at 432-7000. Carpet Creations is your local full-service commercial floor covering dealer open from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. and knows what it takes to make you satisfied and feel right at home. At Carpet Creations, you have plenty of selections to choose from, whether it be carpet or wood flooring. Go with the experience and knowledgeable professionals for your office or or your home, call Carpet Creations at 432-7000. The Outcast Tackle and Marine Fall Sale returns just in time for the fall snapper season with millions in discounted inventory. Doors open Thursday, September 14th at 5 a.m. with unheard of prices on tackle and marine supplies. The sale runs 5 a.m. daily through Sunday, September 17th. Inside the store, all apparel is 20% off, almost 50% off reel spooling, deep discounts on rods and reels, Big Green Eggs, Accessories, and Marine Supplies, 15% off. In the warehouse, Mirror Lures start at $3.95. Unbelievable prices on soft plastics like Zoom, Culprit, and Bass Assassin. Seaguar Blue Label, Seaguar Premium, Yozuri Fluorocarbon, Mustad, and Eagle Claw Hooks at blowout prices. Extra tough boots. Buy one pair, get the second one for $20. Select Costa Sunglasses, 50% off. Outcast Tackle and Marines Fall Sale. Doors open at 5 a.m. Thursday, September 4th. 14th through Sunday the 17th, Barrancas Avenue, Pensacola. Often imitated, never duplicated. Keep me in the moment. Help me live with my eyes wide Paul Chestnut back with you. Monday edition Sports Roundtable Show. Jimmy Cagle's our producer. Time now for Terrence A. Gross, local personal injury attorney. He was at uh, Florida State game again uh, over the weekend uh, with the big win. They're 2-0 on the season. Going to talk some college football with him. And Terrence, welcome. How you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, it was uh, great to be there. Seminoles did show up. I, you know, People wondered if they'd show there were uh, 75,000. We hold 84. There was less than 1,000 Southern Miss fans, so they didn't travel. But it was a really great game. The only blemish on the whole game was Johnny Wilson 
had three or four drops. He had two against LSU. Great receiver, not picking on him, but he's just got to fix it. These are drops or he'd catch it and hit the ground and it bounce out, but whatever. I know he wants to play in the NFL, but if the NFL's watching these games, it's going to really hurt him. Uh, and I think he knows it. And uh, other receivers, though, stepped up. Uh, Jordan had a, a great game himself, and we pulled him out early. I think we only had one injury that I know of. Dent, I think, pulled a hamstring or something with his knee. Uh, we need him, uh, but they pulled him early, so hopefully he'll be okay. This game uh, this weekend, you know, I, I never like to overthink or overwish anything, but Boston College just doesn't have the five power to, to play with us this year. They're two stars from last year. Jerkovich is at uh, Pitt. Flowers is in the NFL. They don't have the manpower to, to stay with us, so he, I don't predict much of a game. Vegas has it at 31 points. Um I would not take FSU minus 31. I mean, I wouldn't take Boston College plus 31. But it's the next week we get tested. So I was just listening to Saban, by the way. I want to make a couple comments on what we just heard, that quote from Saban. Two things. Uh, first of all, uh, Clemson will be our tests. And I know we saw the Duke game. That was Duke. And it happened. We'll get their A game. We're, we're going to get tested and really see how good we are. People are drinking the Kool-Aid. Let's Clemson at Clemson or Vegas, by the way, uh, has Clemson favored in that game. So that's Vegas. So they they're smart money. They're not emotional. They don't, they're not FSU fans. They're not Clemson fans. So uh, we're going to get the A game from uh, Clemson, uh, and, and we'll see. And we'll test. But it makes me think of Saban because he had his test with Texas. Uh, I love his comments. His comments, what did he just say? We heard him on the radio. We, he was talking about players, he was talking about coaches. You know, we have to improve. We make mistakes. We have to learn from our mistakes. We didn't hear that from Kelly after the LSU-FSU game. I'm glad to hear uh, you know, uh, Saban take ownership. And Saban probably is, is the greatest uh uh, coach of recent times, uh, obviously, and uh, what he's done for Alabama. But uh, I'm glad to hear that from him. Texas is a very good team, so that's what's going to happen in these matchups on any given day. They could play another 10 times, and maybe Alabama will get the best of them. But on any given day, you got to play these games, and, and you just can't predict all these games. Um, you know, if, if Clemson plays Duke again, it may be a totally different outcome. But um, Anyway, so we got Duke on our calendar. So people are already drinking the Kool-Aid. Look at Miami. We trounced them last year. Miami uh, looked awesome against Texas A&M. Uh, the, the quarterback threw five uh, touchdowns, threw for almost 400 yards. Miami is, is definitely a threat. And anybody that thinks, oh, FSU is going to walk over Miami, I, I, I think they're dreaming. Well, Terrence, I think Florida State's a juggernaut. I think yeah, they they are where they need to be in the top four right now. I think they're going to be staying there. And, um, yeah, yeah, we'll get to Bama, Texas here. Uh, but, but I want to get your thoughts on the wide receiver Coleman and his reception and him leapfrogging the uh, the defender there. What What were your thoughts? Well, first of all, it was right in front of me because I was on that side of the field, right down our line. And 
extremely athletic and they showed a picture on the paper today or or on on i guess facebook look how hurdler but he's so athletic he's probably the most athletic receiver we've ever had we've had many great ones but his size and athleticism uh just amazing and the sad thing for us i think he's gonna be one and done he's a red shirt junior got him from michigan state i'm so happy we got him but I think he'll have a big year, and he'll be off to greater things on Sundays. Uh, but to have him for one year, I can't complain. I mean, selfishly, I'd love him to come back for two years, but don't think so. But he, he's he's amazing. He's so amazing, and um, you know, and he's got very good hands too. So when you throw the ball around him, he's he's going to get. There was one that was pushed out. It looked like he had it for a touchdown earlier. But the D-back actually pushed his hand through the grip. And, uh, you know, it was a great defensive play by Southern Miss. But they, they, they you know, our running game, they, they kind of stopped this first half. And then second half, we wore them out. And every, all running backs did well, uh, you know, eventually. But uh, I, I think going forward, we our running game's got to be – there's just no holes in the middle. I think we keep on trying to rush up the middle. And so far, two games – we're two and zero, but we're also zero and two rushing up the middle, really, uh, against you know both Southern Miss and LSU. Uh, but running wide, uh, I mean, Span did a hit around and got his lightning pass. He may be one of the fastest kids in the team. We have so much speed, and uh, the game before that, Bell did the tight end around and did great. So we we have speed every which way, but. I mean, I'm still. I think our schedule with with Clemson, Miami, and Duke is is a very very tough schedule. I'm just got to watch more of the Gators to see how good or bad they really are. I just don't know. Well, uh, Florida State is there. You got too much offensive talent. Uh, really impressed. Let, let's go. Back. You know, this was Southern Miss, and everybody was saying, "Hey, they, Southern Miss going to give them a game." Well, what they put up sixty, you know, uh, on them two years ago. You got to agree with this. Two years ago, maybe that was a game, but this year, Florida State's for real. They're a Final Four team. I think they're there. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, you, you got to go into Clemson. You don't want to take them lightly. But if this Florida State team stays healthy, they're on the college football playoff. They got a chance, Terrence. They got a chance. Well, yeah, they got a chance. But I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. Even with the Alabama Texas game, there is an asterisk. Two Alabama touchdowns were called back. Two. And uh, that'll kill you. I mean, it was a 10-point game. Alabama had two touchdowns called back. Uh, that's a big deal. Well, Alabama, they got to go to work. They, 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 to me, the quarterback, you know, with Milrow, I don't know if you – can he, I don't think he can do it with the game on the line with his arm. Uh, you know, he's, he's a runner. I just – I came away from that Alabama-Texas game watching it, and I'm saying this: the offensive line was getting beat. Uh, I I just think all around Nick Saban said it, you know, and it, it, you're right there in, in his post-game press conference. They got a lot of work to do. Luckily, they got South Florida. They can, I don't know. You know, can, can this be an Alabama team like in the past – 
They lose the first, you know, an early game, and then they rebound, and they run the table. I don't think they're that good to run the table here. I think they may get another loss or two uh, on the way. I, I, that's- I would agree with that. I mean, SEC West is tough, and I wouldn't write off LSU. Yeah, we beat them. We broke their nose in the first game, but they're going to come back. They're going to be. They're going to be. You're going to hear a lot about LSU, and uh, and so forth. Texas A&M. <laughs> I don't know how good they are. They didn't look very good yeah. the other night, so I don't know about how threatening they are. But yeah, and then and you always got the where at the the championship. So yeah, it's hard to keep a team. Even Bobby Bowden, we'd have spurts where we were you know you know top five for many years in a row and then you drop off so Saban's done amazing job at Alabama but just to keep them at the very top final four every year it's not going to always be that way same thing for Clemson I think we're going to see some new faces in this final four it may not be FSU I'm hoping it's FSU I think we're going to see new faces in the final four yeah you are going to see some new faces and I think Florida State is uh, definitely going to be one of them. Just changing of the guard that we're we're talking about it, and and everybody on college football uh, that that runs college football in the national media, they get they got to accept it, and some of them don't want to accept it. I saw Alabama go to number ten. That that's where they need to be right now. They, you know, and I don't mean to be harsh, you know, on the Crimson Tide, but I'm just talking reality here. You know what's taking place, and as that, as we say that, Terrence, Colorado, wow, you know, uh, Deion Sanders to talk not only of college football but in all of sports right now. Your thoughts on on uh, they're two and zero right now. Yeah, but I, I couldn't understand what Vegas was saying. So I watched Minnesota, Nebraska. Boring game. Nobody could score, and Bonnie field goal ten to thirteen. So you know, they, they, you know, ten to thirteen. That was it. And then we saw what uh, Colorado did their first game against TCU, and then all of a sudden it's my it's it's uh, Colorado minus two and a half. I go what? So I actually bet on that game. I bet a little bit of money, and and it was an easy win for me. First half was was tight. But then it, what happened happened. I figured Colorado's going to get over 30, and I didn't see uh, you know uh, Nebraska getting over 14. So it's, it's one of the easiest bets I've ever made. I don't know what they were thinking, but no, I'm a believer. I'm drink. I'm drinking the Kool Aid with Colorado. How far they can go, I don't know. I don't know as much about their defense, but their offense is good. And yes, Nebraska's defense was great, and they held them in check. So I mean. Yeah, Sanders was really, really challenged. His son was very, very challenged. But uh, they, they overcame it. Second half played much better. Things opened up for them. But it, they got they got athletes. They got some speed all around them. That, that freshman Edwards and everybody knows about Hunter. Um, they got some weapons. He, you know, so I, I, I think they can go deep. Well, I, I see them winning at least eight games. Uh, easily. I mean, they got Colorado State uh, this uh, weekend here. As I see, I, I see that's a win for Colorado. I, I, you know, this is a big plus for for Fox as well because you know that's uh, that's their network there, and that's you know their team in their conference, and it's must see TV. 
you know, for for Deion Sanders, not only what he what he you know what they do on the field, what he says, every little move, uh, it's been pretty amazing. I, I see an eight win season. Everybody's going to want to play. All these kids are going to want to play for Deion Sanders. And I could see a quick turnaround here. I could see a, a national championship there next season. I really do. Well, I, what, you, you talked about must-see. The must-see game is going to be Colorado-USC. There's the asset test because yeah. USC, you know, they, they got the Heisman at quarterback. They got athletes that are recruiting well, great coach. That That's going to be one hell of a game. And I and, – and uh, I, I'm not going to miss that thing. I mean, that's just going to be – I'm really looking forward to that game already. Yeah, you bring up a point because, you know, week after week, you know, the stakes are going to get higher for Colorado. And and Dion, Dion's going to be you – you think he's everywhere right now? He's going to be everywhere in the sports world. They keep on winning. And lead, Colorado, USC, we've got to see where they're, where they're at on the schedule with that. But, wow, yeah. Uh, I mean, with with, with that game, uh, I mean the hype and that. If, if, but anyway, he, he's. I mean, he's got it going right now, and he's the talk of college football. Dion is not only him, but his alma mater. I think Florida State. You say you're not drinking the Kool Aid. That offense is a juggernaut. That offense for Florida State. Everybody is healthy. They're going to be tough to beat. They'll be tough well, to beat. That's the key is that healthy. And Jordan plays. He's played a little more subdued. If you watch what he's doing this year, he's not running as much. So he, he, he when he first came to us, he would run first, pass later, and then a little bit of a mixture. But I've noticed lately um, he's running a lot less, uh, which is good because every time he runs, he's exposing himself. He had a high ankle sprain last year that's timing him for a while. And you're right, we need him to be healthy. And and by the way, I, I stayed the whole, the whole game, so I watched the backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Rotomaker looked very good. He threw two touchdowns, um, and ro- he rolled out. He got a lot of pressure, rolled to the right, threw a nice pass, looking very, very ki- uh, good. Totally different quarterback. It gives me a little bit more hope at, at the depth of our quarterback uh, Terrence, thanks for your time. I think it's going to be a fun season for Florida State. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you on Friday. Thank you. Terrence A. Gross, local personal injury attorney, joining us. Monday edition Sports Roundtable. Dennis Allen Show tonight, 630 on WPNM. We'll talk college football tomorrow with A.P. Stedham. Uh, Our guest will play that emotional press conference from Saints linebacker DeMario Davis as well. Have a great Monday. You've been listening to Sports Roundtable on the FAM 101.1 FM. (laughs) 